Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program. Watch, therefore, I'm sitting in front of the water where our Savior walked. He walked on that water, which is so important to remember in this very challenging prophetic generation in which the Lord has placed us. Let's start off with a word of prayer. I've got some exciting things to share with you today from Psalm 27. Oh, hallelujah. Let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless all of our viewers today. Help us, Father. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Help us understand and receive the words you have from your word that is a lamp into our feet, a light into our path. Please bless us now, Father. We thank you in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to start off with Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, remember, with this program, one of the things that I do is to seek to prepare myself and those who are watching for this generation in which we live, where the darkness is encroaching upon us. And there's, there's an old rock song from the 1970s that has this title that reminds me of these times. You ain't seen nothing yet. It's going to get worse before it gets better. That's one of the reasons a ministry like mine isn't the most popular ministry in the world today. It's because I'm telling the truth about this generation. Yes, but that shouldn't make us run from the truth because the truth is where insanity that is abounding today and sin abounds, his grace abounds all the more. And his mercy, the Lord's mercy endures forever. And he has a way forward for us, yes? And this Psalm 27 is one of the things that I like to share, this kind of thing, to help us walk in victory in this generation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Yes, it's getting darker, but as it gets darker, his light shines even brighter through you and through me. He is the light of our lives. Our, our faith is in Messiah Jesus, our risen Savior. And so we have nothing to fear. All through the Bible, it says, fear not. We're reminded, fear not, for I am with you, says the Lord. He is the strength of our lives. We need not be afraid. Can someone say, hallelujah? Verse 2, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell, though an 
army may encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. The war may rise against me. In this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. And it's true. There is an army of demon spirits that are arrayed against us, right? And that's why in Ephesians 6, the Apostle Paul tells us, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And so we need to remember our Savior Jesus is risen. He defeated death. He defeated Satan. There's a nice old saying I think that's very helpful and appropriate here. We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. Our Savior has already won. Hallelujah. And the degree to which we can receive words like this from His Word and walk in them is the degree to which we can experience the victory He's already given us. Can someone say, Hallelujah. And hallelujah, though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Yes, and one thing I've desired of the Lord that I will seek, as I read a moment ago, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Oh, when we get before Him, listen, it's in these times of instability and shaking and things changing. Folks, do you realize, do you recognize, do you understand? that the signs Messiah Jesus spoke of that are all around us, that I teach about frequently on this program, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, that are leaping off the pages into this generation, they shout out to us, everything is about to change. Everything is about to change, except for Him. Our Holy Father never changes. Our risen Savior Jesus never changes. The Holy Spirit of the living God never changes. He's always good. He's all-powerful, almighty. And we can trust what He says here. So as we seek after Him, as we, as we love Him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, we experience His presence. We see Him for His beauty, the beauty of holiness. And everything in us changes. And our joy is restored. Our strength is restored. Fear flees. And what is like a black and white television goes to plasma color like that. If we will do this, if we will desire Him, if we will repent even and confess the sin of being so entangled with this world that it wraps its tentacles around us and we lose our joy, we lose our strength, we lose His presence filling us. Amen. He continues, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Oh, yes, these are troubled times. But the Lord has a secret place for those who love him and fear him and seek after him. Yes, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? And, and in time of trouble, 
He will hide us in his secret place and his tabernacle. Hallelujah. He will set us high upon a rock. Yes, there, there are predators that seek after prey. And one of the ways they are saved is by going high up in the hills where the predators cannot go. High upon a rock. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord will set us high upon a rock so our, so our enemies cannot get to us. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Oh, listen, there's victory in praising the Savior Jesus more than ever. I walk around my home singing praises to the Lord. I put on praise music and I get into his presence worshiping him. And, and the truth be known, some of the happiest days and times of my life are when I've been singing to the Lord. And truly, the old song holds true. It's amazing what praising can do. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. Woo! Verse 7, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. And I want to throw in here where we see the Lord capitalized from the beginning of this song, Psalm all through here. It speaks of the Hebrew letters yud heh vav heh, where we get the term Jehovah, Yahweh, Jehovah, Jehovah the Father, Jehovah the Son, Jehovah the Holy Spirit. The Lord our God. He says that he will have mercy on us when we cry out to him. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. His ears are always open to our prayers. We're to seek him. He says, if you seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you. Do these things sound like words and truths that we need to get back to, especially in these challenging, troubled times? I believe so. I believe so. We cry out to him, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. When the closest, most loving people in our lives, should they even forsake us? My mother and father have passed on years ago, right? And certainly they didn't forsake me, but they're not here now to help me. But the Lord is my help. The Lord is my help. Should the closest in our lives forsake us, we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Oh, hallelujah. What about your joy? How are you doing in these challenging, difficult times? Folks, it's going to get worse. But again, we're sin abounds. Grace abounds all the more. His mercy endures forever. I'll be right back in just a moment. Remember to watch Therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready.
Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. We're looking at Psalm 27, which is very effective and powerful if we will receive it and walk it out. Effective and powerful to help us watch therefore and be ready. It's a Psalm of David and there are other authors of the Psalms. For example, Moses, Solomon, and Asaph. These are other authors of the Psalms. Yet David, which I think is important for one of the passages in here especially, David is a type of Christ. He's a type of Messiah Yeshua in that King Jesus fulfills the David covenant and will return to Jerusalem to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Now, having said all of that, let's pick up with verse 11. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. And we've talked about in the first part of the program how we have enemies arrayed against us, demonic forces, and also a world system that is set against God. The Bible teaches that the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one and our own sin nature that's in these corrupted bodies. The world, the flesh, and the devil are three primary enemies working against us, walking in the ways of the Lord. And that's why we need Him, our Father in heaven, our Lord Jesus, and also the Holy Spirit to teach us to walk in the ways of Jehovah, the Lord, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And so teach me your way, O Lord Jesus, and lead me, it says, in a smooth path 
That word sm smooth in Hebrew is mishor, and it comes from the word, the root word of that is yashar. Yashar means straight. And, and this word smooth, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it's always going to be an easy path. We know that's not what the Bible teaches, but it means an even path. It pertains to the way of righteousness, the way of righteousness. Some translations translate that word plain, uh, lead me in a, on a plain path or in a plain path. Okay, and, and, and so this makes a distinction between the way, that word way in Hebrew is derek, it means path, the way of the Lord versus the way of this world. Messiah Jesus spoke of two paths. One leads to destruction. That's the wide path that most in the world are on. But there's a narrow path that leads to life. And few there be that find it. And we who have found Messiah Jesus are to learn how to walk on that path, the path of uprightness, the path of righteousness. We constantly need the Lord to teach us that. We've seen that grace teaches us. In Titus 2, which I teach on frequently in this program, we see that grace teaches us to deny ungodliness and to embrace the ways of the Lord, godliness, and to look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus. Watch therefore. Amen. Now, verse 12 is, is very interesting to me as it pertains to David being a type of Christ. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries for false witnesses have risen against me and such as breathe out violence. Now, there's a little star next to this verse in my Bible. Why? Because this points to the one, the Almighty our Savior Jesus, who came to this earth as a man and lived a sinless life and the world hated him for it. Just like the world hates him today because the world is evil and corrupt and full of sin and hates righteousness. And he is the most righteous one. And so, um, the leaders in Israel who were against him, the hypocritical, corrupt leaders, raised up false witnesses against the righteous one to accuse him, right? Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. So yes, this is applicable to us and to everyone who would read this psalm, but it points to the one who would come the most righteous one who had false witnesses, giving false accounts, accusing him falsely, that they might say, crucify him. But hallelujah, our Savior Jesus said to them, you don't take my life. I lay it down willingly. And certainly our Father did not deliver him to the will of his adversaries, but raised him up from the grave on the third day. Can someone say hallelujah? It's hard to stay in a chair when I'm hearing things like this. <laughs> hallelujah and hallelujah. Yes, and, and our Father who raised up this Savior Jesus from the grave, He's going to raise us up now. And, and many will not see the grave, but He'll raise us up from this side of the grave. We'll be caught up. As the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4, we'll be caught up to meet the Lord in the air with those who have died in Christ who are raised up. And so shall we, we always be with the Lord. Amen. I love verse 13 and 14. Let's go with 13 first. I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You see, we can trust that no matter 
how bad it is all around us, He's always good. And He never changes. He has always been good. He is always good. And He will always be good. Hallelujah. I love the song, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. Because He lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, I know who holds the future. And life is worth the living just because He lives. Oh, hallelujah. He's good all the time and all the time He's good. I would have lost heart. And listen, there are things going on today. Oh, we could count many of them. Uh, there are some that are higher priorities to different people than others. But there's a lot of reasons in the natural with the walking by, the, by sight, not by faith. There's a lot of reasons in the natural to lose heart today. But they're not good enough reasons. Why? Just like David said, I would have lost heart unless I believed. Do you believe that you'll see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? Do you believe that even this life and even in this generation, as intense and strange and bizarre, and like I said, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's going to get worse fast, folks. Well, that's cheerful. Well, no, it's truthful. It's truthful. And I'm going to lean back onto that old saying, or that saying that the Lord's been reminding me of. Yeah? And showing me this is for you. And I believe it may be for you as well. The truth doesn't always make me happy. But I'm happy to know the truth. Yes? And the truth is, it's going to get more difficult in this generation before it gets better. Yes? But I, I don't have to lose heart. Why? I believe that I'll see God's goodness in this life and certainly in the next. Amen? In verse 14, he says, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. You know, to know Bible prophecy like I do, I have to study current events. And I, I research things as it pertains to what the Bible says is coming in this generation. And there's a lot of things I know from that studying current events, different resources that a lot of other people don't spend their time looking into. It's not their job necessarily as much as it is mine to look into it and to know how these things that are taking place all around us pertain to Bible prophecy so I can teach it and so I can understand it and walk it out in a, in a way of leader, in a path and in a, in a means of leadership. Okay? And so the reason I'm telling you that is it's difficult for me to know what I know. It's difficult to understand what's going on all around me. It's really difficult. And I wouldn't be able to sleep at night, nor would I want to get out of bed in the morning the next day, knowing what's coming. Knowing what's coming. But for this passage. But for this passage. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord. Yes? And, and I trust in Him. I trust in Him. And part of waiting on Him is... Though conditions all around me are worsening, I don't have to react in my natural to try to fix things or do something. And the truth is, these things are beyond our control. These worsening conditions that are going to come are going to be so out of our control. The blessing of, the, of it is, is this. We're going to be forced to our knees and we're going to be put in positions that are such that we're going to need this word. 
this word he's giving us today. We're going to need to wait on him and trust in him. We're going to need to do what Proverbs 3 says. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will what? Direct your paths. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Be of good courage. Get, get on your face before the Lord. Get in a quiet place before the Lord and, and, and pour your heart out to him. And he'll take that fear from you and replace it with courage. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Yes, he'll restore to you the joy of your salvation. The joy of the Lord is our strength. As you wait on him, as he restores courage, he restores strength. That's for someone today. Hallelujah. Wait, I say, on the Lord. When it says wait on the Lord, there's also a meaning of that from the Hebrew to English. The English that you kind of lose is bend your life around him and his ways. Yes, that, that my thinking, speaking, and living should be part of the fabric of his speaking, thinking, and living. Right? So there's really little difference between one and the other. And you'll have strength. You'll have courage in this hour. And you'll be a light in the darkness to help others who are in fear and need his strength. You'll even have the good news of the gospel that Messiah Jesus died on the cross and he rose again. He did that to pay for our sins and he's alive. And maybe there's someone watching right now. This is where you need to start. You've never truly been saved by the Savior Jesus. And, and the truth is there's a place called hell and, and there's a, a real tribulation coming, real trouble like the earth has never seen is coming to this earth. And then a place of eternal judgment, a lake of fire. But for his grace and mercy, for those who have been forgiven for their sins, who will not experience those things, but will experience the love of God. We will be caught up, taken back to that place that our Savior has been preparing for those who have received him as Lord and Savior. Does that describe you? He says, those who have received him have the right to become children of God, even those who believe in his name. And he gives them a new heart and a new mind and a new life. Oh, hallelujah. I've been given that life. I've been forgiven for my sins, which are many. How about you? What, what do I need to do to be saved? Great question. He says, repent and believe in the gospel. That's what our Savior Jesus said in Mark chapter 1. And so to repent, you change your mind about your sin. You turn away from your sins. You put your faith in Messiah Jesus, what he did for you on the cross. You cry out to him, save me. I'm a sinner. I want to live a new life. I want this new life you have for me because I'm crying out to you and trusting in you to save me. And he'll do that. And there's information on the bottom of your screen. If you're doing that now, contact us. We'll help you by sending some literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. And for everyone who's watching, remember, Watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs.